Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Now, there's a possibility that a special weight loss surgery centre could be opening in Northern Ireland. Chances are it could be at the Southwest Acute Hospital in Enniskillen. I want to speak to the consultant surgeon, Mark Taylor. Mr. Taylor, good morning. Uh, good morning, Frank. Now, where are we with this process? I know that some people are already going to England for a treatment paid for by the NHS, but where are we in relation to the possibility of a service like this being provided in Northern Ireland? Uh, first of all, Frank, you're absolutely right. Um, many of our patients in the past have had to travel to the UK and actually further afield. And I think many of your listeners who have had bariatric surgery have gone as far as Turkey and, and other parts um, in search of this surgery. It has not been available presently in the NHS. A service planning group in the department has been set up and we're actively um, pushing forward with the plans to start uh, a regional bariatric service out of the Southwest Acute Hospital uh, by the start of next year. What does this service provide? What does the patient go through? An excellent question. It's not just the surgery. The bariatric surgery itself is either a gastric bypass to make the stomach smaller or indeed what's called a sleeve operation to reduce the size of the stomach. But there's so much more involved in a bariatric surgical service. The dietitian, the psychologist, the medical doctors looking after the type 2 diabetes and the high blood pressure, all of that is extremely important. And indeed, uh, for your listeners, if one patient fits the criteria to proceed with bariatric surgery, uh, that doesn't just happen. There is a lead-in period of a number of months, and that's because although the surgery is extremely effective at reducing weight, in order to achieve the long-term goals, there needs to be education, there needs to be all of the aspects of um, weight control that that you and I and everyone else is familiar with. So the the lead-in period to anyone having surgery is about six months, but that's six very busy months planning um, every aspect of the patient's care, not just coming up to the surgery, but afterwards. It is important to emphasise, of course, that not every overweight person overeats, but some people who overeat are overweight. If you are going to be going through this process, do you have to agree to control your your urge to eat? 
Oh, absolutely. I think um, education around um, all aspects of your interaction with food are important. Um, I, I should say, Frank, the, the difference with patients who are morbidly obese and who have already developed type 2 diabetes, prevention is no longer an option. We all know in medicine that prevention is obviously better than cure, but for this particular group of individuals, um, they have now become, and as NICE uh, has um, approved, they have now become um, someone who's affected by an illness, and that is the illness of morbid obesity. So the prevention that you and I know, the healthy diet, take regular exercise, no longer works for these individuals, and therefore bariatric surgery is the, the, the only option. Uh, but as, uh, it would be wrong to say that it's just the surgery. It's not, and that's why it is critical that in this service it will be not just the surgeons, it's going to be um, a multidisciplinary team of dieticians, psychologists, um, medical doctors, endocrinologists and indeed the surgeons that are going to be forming this service. And is this going to be an expensive service? Uh, is it costly within the overall budget? Uh, it's not costly within the overall budget and in fact um, many advocates from the um, British uh, Obesity and Metabolic Surgical Society have often said that when you look at the finance involved in bariatric surgery, it's a no-brainer because actually what you're doing um, is turning these people around from being type 2 diabetic and literally two-thirds of people who have bariatric surgery who have type 2 diabetes will be cured and I did say that, will be cured of their type 2 diabetes. They'll be off their blood pressure medications, and many will tell you that they've got their life back. That burden on our NHS, the burden of, of obesity and the, the, the sequelae of all of the problems puts a financial burden on our NHS at present. Uh, in fact, estimated at around £457 million pounds per year um, uh, in terms of dealing with patients and the side effects of being morbidly obese or overweight. So the the, the costings involved in actually performing this um, service uh, blend into insignificance when compared to the overall gain. And why at the Southwest Acute Hospital in Enniskillen, which is a, a trek for most of the population of Northern Ireland, the vast majority of people live this side of the band, so why, why, would, why would we be putting uh, such a specialist centre away down in the West? The important thing, Frank, in systems, not structures, which was our Bengoa report and then the delivering together documentation, uh, talked about regional centres of excellence. And you and I are very much aware of all of the uh, difficulties that hospitals have and, and district general hospitals have in terms of uh, maintaining an identity. This is a really fabulous opportunity uh, for the Southwest Acute Hospital to become a regional centre of excellence. And we know that uh, in our last health survey that our patients, a very gracious population that we have, are prepared to travel if they believe that the expert is there in the right place at the right time, they will travel. Why the Southwest Acute Hospital? Firstly, there is capacity within the theatre complex there to carry out a regional service that is unaffected by the, the rigour of unscheduled care that we see day and daily that affects our current waiting list. Secondly, there is the expertise. We have three highly qualified uh, surgeons trained in bariatric surgery, not just in the UK, but in further afield such as Canada. 
Uh, and the third issue is the support and the uh, allied health professional and, and dietetic support that, that go with that. Uh, so I think this is a really exciting piece of news for a district general hospital in the Bengoa principles. We said not all regional services need to be in Belfast. And this is a beautiful example of where we can put a regional service in one of the district general hospitals. And I think that's a, that's a good news story. Well, you're a consultant surgeon uh, sitting on the Department of Health Transformation Implementation uh, Group. There's been a lot of talk about groups uh, like this. When will this happen and can it happen in the absence of a health minister? Two very good questions. The first um, question We are hopeful that we have a paper in front of the Department of Health by June of this year with the plan to start the service uh, early next year, that's 2020. Many aspects of the infrastructure are already in place. Um, In terms of the second part to that question, um, we are working off the Delivering Together ministerial document um, that was approved, um, probably one of the last acts of our functioning assembly. And certainly this is very much within the confines of delivering together, making regional centres of expertise. Uh, And obviously this has not just uh, been work that's occurred um, over the last number of weeks. This has been 10 years in the planning and it's delightful that we have uh, the support of our commissioner, Dr. Marion McCarthy, and and, uh, the Department of Health. And finally, uh, in relation to people who are listening to this programme who don't want to be a patient or a customer of a consultant surgeon when it comes to obesity, what's what's your advice to any of us who maybe are not taking the steps to avoid becoming unhealthy? I think um, one of the aspects of the report was looking at the whole area of population health and disease prevention and we we do have to have a very serious conversation with our public around self um, self-management around ways of keeping healthy reducing the risks of diabetes of blood pressure uh, of all of the sequelae of that and that unfortunately uh, requires work it requires work of all of us to look after our health and to have sensible diets and to consider regular exercise and to moderate the intake of of alcohol and to consider not smoking all of the the parameters of healthy living. Um, In a very stressful society and in a very busy life, sometimes that's extremely difficult. Uh, But unfortunately, the NHS um, is not going to sustain um, in its current form given the rise in our elderly population and all the comorbidity that comes with that the rise in obesity and the rise in diabetes, we really do need to not only transform the way we conduct our health service, but we've also got to have that really important conversation with with our public, and that is how we protect the NHS from the future and how we look after our own uh, personal well-being. Mr. Taylor, thank you very much indeed. Mark Taylor, consultant surgeon sitting on the Department of Health Transformation Implementation uh, Group with what is, uh, I would say for many people, some very good news. It looks like as if that is going to come to pass uh, down in Fermanagh as a new facility in Northern Ireland. If you've had a similar experience uh, elsewhere and you'd like to share your story with us, uh, feel free. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.